So someone said that Cassie never looked like she had been beat. Well, I could counter that with a whole lot of stories of women and men whom had gone through certain abuses but never looked like it. You heard the, you heard the saying that I don't look like what I've been through. I don't look like what I've been through. Personal story. I don't look like what I've been through. Some of you could not even imagine. You can't even imagine some of the traumas that I've seen in my life, that I faced in my life, that I've been through in my life. You can't even imagine it. Sometimes when I tell some of my story to some people, it just blows their mind because they wonder how I'm still here today. So because she, she didn't show the signs of physical abuse on her face doesn't mean that she wasn't being physically abused. Michael Jackson never showed signs of drug usage at all, at all. But if anybody remember, he always wore long sleeves. And that's where all the track marks were up under those long sleeves. And so many other artists who didn't show signs of abuse drug abuse, or anything like that. But the fact of the matter is that they were deep into that abuse or drug abuse, and no one knew. And one of the reasons that a lot of women don't come forward is because a lot of us will not believe them. And somebody said free Diddy. I'm not mad at that because everybody have their opinion. I respect your opinion. And again, I want to clarify. I didn't say that the brother did anything. I said, if it's true that he did X, Y, and Z, then he must be dealt with accordingly. I'm big on allowing a man or a woman to maintain their innocence until the evidence comes out to the contrary. I'm real big on that. I spent 28 years in prison for a crime I didn't commit. So I'm definitely not uh, with all of that trying to convict someone and trying to uh, uh, make people guilty. I'm not with that. I'm fair and impartial. That's why this is just my opinion and my thoughts on the situation. If this brother did any of the allegations that this young lady, Cassie, has made against him, if he has committed any of those acts, he's a despicable individual, and he must be dealt with accordingly. But if he did not commit those acts, by all means, we must respect this man. We all make mistakes in life. We all do some dumb stuff, say some dumb stuff, and probably going to do some more dumb stuff by, by the night. And we can't be judged solely on some of the bad decisions we made because we don't know the circumstances surrounding it, the culture that existed. There's so many other elements to life that causes us to make bad decisions that a lot of other people don't pay attention to because they're really not concerned. They're really not concerned. Sometimes our people, when I say our, I'm talking about anyone who who pays attention to uh, entertainment. Sometimes our people, we love 
those uh, traumatic stories. Drama. See, we say drama. But we refuse to acknowledge that drama as causing trauma. See, we love dr dramatic stories. We love drama. We don't pay attention to the trauma that comes with recognizing and acknowledging and respecting and holding up that drama, that story. Because every dramatic story that you could ever hear has some trauma attached to it. But that's what we love to hear. That's what we love to talk about. That's what we love to laugh and joke about. So now, when I hear Cassie make these type of allegations, they sit on me personally because I know so many women, some of my, some close family members included, who have been victimized like that. And I've been around guys in prison and I've asked them these stories, I've asked them to, to tell me the story, asked them the questions, didn't shy away from it. Man, what made you do this? What made you do that? Not like I'm better than them, but just because I'm trying to understand. And I've heard some of the stories. And I understand how some people would wield a little bit of power and they take that power and devour someone else. They take that power and they use it to indoctrinate someone. They take that power and they use it to break someone, to manipulate someone. And that's what Audrey O'Day said about Puffy or P. Diddy. She talked about how he played mind games so much. I guess that's a part of the industry when you start to get a lot of money. You begin, you learn how to play the mind game because it's through that mind game that people bow down to you, become scared of you, don't want to mess with you. And then at that point, people begin not, you could do anything you want as, some, as someone said one day, they could stand on a, in the middle of the street in Times Square and, and shoot someone and, 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 and get away with it. That's that power that no one is going to say anything against me because I am powerful. I know people. And what I'm saying right now to us is that we can't be scared because someone has power. We cannot do that. We cannot cower to someone's power. We cannot reduce ourselves to someone's power because many people whom have been so powerful in their position have been broken down. They have been broken down and we know a lot of them just since the Me Too movement, a lot of them have been broken down. A lot of them who once thought they was untouchable found out that they was getting touched. Many of them who thought they was untouchable and could get away with anything, found out the hard way that 
there's always someone bigger than you. And there's always someone who want to tear you down or wait on and pray on your downfall. There's always someone. And so when we listen to these stories of women and men, for that matter, who have been abused by powerful men in entertainment or otherwise, we have to pay attention. We have to stop acting like, oh, it's, it's straight. He's he going to get dealt with. No, we can't do that. We, we got to stop waiting on somebody else to deal with situations when they occur. That's our problem today. We sit up and wait on somebody else to deal with the situation that we watched with our own eyes or that we heard about with our own ears. We can't be relying on nobody, nobody else to deal with the situation when we stand in there. That's our child. That's our sister. That's our brother. That's our mother, our father. We have to deal with it. We have to address the issue and stop allowing other people to create a narrative about the situation that does not tell the truth. Whoever controls the narrative will control the mind of the people. We cannot allow a narrative to get out that is inconsistent with what goes on. Or what happened? We see that far too often today. The narrative is being controlled by someone who does not have the best interests of the people. Or the narrative is being controlled by someone who already is under scrutiny about the falsehoods that they have already told. But we allow this celebrity worship, as someone just said, we allow this celebrity worship to continue because we are starstruck. We starstruck over a celebrity. We starstruck, and now that celebrity can do whatever they want to to whomever they want to do it to because we starstruck. We need to stand up. Stop acting like we so starstruck and stand up against the tyranny of abuse that goes on with our men, women, and children by these entertainers. I don't care who they are. I don't care what, what, what their skin tone is, how their bank account look. Wrong is wrong. We need to stand up against this garbage. We need to stand up and address it. We need to tell them to their face that we ain't buying it. We ain't buying it. Because I'm not going to allow my sister, my brother, or nobody in my family, my friends, or otherwise, to be your victim. I'm not going to allow that. So we're going to put you on blast right now because we want everybody to know that you know. Stay away from you because you mean no good to nobody around you. And we need to call these people out, put them on blast. We need to call them out and put them on blast and stop sitting back with our hands behind our back with this smile on our face like ain't nothing wrong. Because today, it's his daughter. Tomorrow, it might be yours. Today, it's her son. Tomorrow, it might be yours. So we got to speak up now. We can't be waiting. 
when we hear of allegations of abuse, and, and first of all, when we first hear those allegations of abuse, we need to start paying attention. First of all, when we hear allegations of abuse, we need to start paying attention. I'm going to say that for the third time. First of all, when we hear allegations of abuse, we must start paying attention because otherwise that abuse is going to continue to go on. Somebody said something about uh, Foxy Brown and Jay-Z. Hey, that's another story. Believe me. Believe me. I, I want to talk about it. Listen, I want to talk about it. Talking about power. You know what I'm saying? So we can't turn a blind eye to what's going on in our community with our women, with our men, with our children. We can't turn a blind eye to it because when we turn a blind eye to it, the system, the system loves it because the system likes to hide these individuals that's powerful because these are the, the system is made up of politicians and people behind the scene. So these are the people that help fund these politicians. So these politicians don't want to stand up. They don't want nobody to talk about P. Diddy. They don't want nobody to talk about a Jay-Z. <laughs> they don't want nobody to talk about these powerful in Harvey Weinstein. They hated that. They hated that. They hated to hear people talk about some of their financial heroes. Some of their financial heroes. Because they knew that these financial heroes, once they're out of the economy, that large chunk of money leaves a void in the economy. So we have to protect the money. Even if that means protecting a known predator, rapist, or whatever the situation may be. Just like in the news, when they found the torso of a woman, I believe it was in a car or in the backyard of somebody of one of the movie producers, uh, executive producers. It was, it was uh, his son had something to do with it. Do you think that that's the first time his son ever did something? Or do you think that because it's a powerful individual that they keep certain stuff under wrap? When they expose their power, yeah, it was found in a dumpster. When they expose their power, and we know what happens after that, the people start going for the money now. So now they take that money from them, and all the other money is being frozen. That means that these politicians, these judges, these other people cannot raise enough money because some of the very people that was helping fund their campaigns are no longer around. They don't have that money no more. They don't have that financial backing no more. And so my point now, at, at this juncture, we need to hit people in their pockets. That's what we need to do. Because if making all of this money and getting all of this money is what makes you feel that you're powerful, then we're going to start taking it. We're going to start taking it. That's what we're going to do. That's the goal. Take their money. Chop them down. Take their money. Don't let nothing they do go unnoticed.
Don't let nothing they do go unchecked. I don't care who it is. Because if they equate power with money and they use that power and money to abuse people, then we got to address that. We got to address that. We got to show them that their power and their money does, do not control us. It don't control us. What controls me is a power that's greater than myself. What controls me is knowing that a, that part of me that's all in for helping other people. That's what controls me. That controls my destiny. I'm not scared to stand up against adversity. Stand up against tyranny. Stand up against control freaks. Powerful individuals who think they're powerful. I'm not scared to stand up against them. And I don't want you all to be scared to stand up against them. Because as I keep saying, today is his daughter. Tomorrow it might be yours. Today is her son. Tomorrow it might be yours. We have to stand up now and address these allegations now. We have to stop these abuses from happening now. And again, I'm going to say this and I'm going to clarify this. I am not saying that P. Diddy did anything. I am not. What I'm saying is that if it is found that he committed any of these acts against this young lady, then he is a despicable individual who needs to be dealt with. He needs to be dealt with. That goes for him or anybody. They need to be dealt with. I don't want to make it appear that he deserved a worse punishment because he got money. No, because anyone who commits those type of offenses, if proven to be true, deserves to be dealt with. It has to be addressed. Anyone, whether you have a dollar or a billion dollars, we can't sit back and tolerate this type of abuse going on with any of our women or men for that matter. And I keep saying or men because sometimes when we talk about this stuff, we leave the boys and the men out of this as if it doesn't happen to uh, boys and men. Matter of fact, Terry Crews right now, he didn't told his story and he talked about how he was ostracized too. And people asked him, man, why would you come out and say something like that? You a big guy. You, you supposed to be tough. You supposed to be this. Yeah, it takes, a, it takes courage to even come out to speak about it. And that's why we respect Cassie. Because she's coming out to speak about it. That's not to say that we believe everything she say. But we respect her because she's coming out. We respect Audrey Day because Audrey O'Day came out and spoke about it. She was ostracized after the fact, true, but she spoke about it. And we cannot, we cannot turn a deaf ear to those cries. We have turned a deaf ear too long to the cries of these sisters out here who are being abused by men, by women, who are being trafficked by men, by women who are being assaulted, raped, molested. 
beaten, battered every single day. Every single day. We cannot turn a deaf ear on this. It's a song by Stevie Wonder and, and Babyface that say, How Come, How Long? And that tells the story about how we overlook certain red flags. We overlook it. Some of us sitting up in a house right now, some of us sitting up in a house right now with an individual that got so many red flags, it's crazy. But because we live in a, under the same roof and we grew up with this person, we don't even pay attention to the red flags. Well, I'm here to tell you today, I don't care who it is. I pay attention to the red flags. I pay attention to the red flags. I may not get my bullhorn out and holler up and down the street, but best believe that them red flags gonna be paid attention to. The red flags is gonna be paid attention to, and I'm gonna make sure that anybody around me, anybody around me, is protected from the individual that protect that possess all of those red flags. I'm not gonna allow, I'm not gonna allow myself to become indoctrinated with a distraction so I don't pay attention to the red flag, so I don't wake, wake the people up. Because sometimes I think that we miss the fact that a child grows up and we wonder why this child goes a certain way. And it's oftentimes, and I'm telling you firsthand, firsthand, from firsthand experience, and it's oftentimes because things that happen in the childhood has only developed as the child grew. Let me just say it this way. It's like if a child was sneaking and smoking a cigarette when he was 10, 11 or smoking weed and he, and he around people who smoking weed as he grow, what do you think he's gonna do? If a child is around guns early on in his youth and he watching, he learned how to play with the guns and he learned seeing his brother shoot the guns and now he around friends and all of them that have guns and they shoot guns. What do you think he's gonna do? So now we're talking about abuse. Children coming up who have been abused and they're around their abuser every day and they're around the abuser's enabler every single day and they have other siblings and they see that abuser around other siblings and other young children that the child began to get used to it get used to it and as they grow people tend to say they're a troubled child and this call them all of these names and ostracize them outcast them because they choosing to live, they choosing to rebel against their parents or whoever it is. It has everything to do with what's going on today. We are so brainwashed to overlook all of this abuse and this trauma because it has been sitting on us. We have become desensitized over the years because we see it so much. We've heard so many of the stories, so we become desensitized. So now 
we see a red flag, we don't pay attention to it. Because we, we, we are desensitized. We see a child acting out, we don't really pay attention to it. We just say that child need a butt whoop. We don't even pay attention to it. We see the sadness on a child's face every time that child is around him. We don't pay attention to it. We see the child get nervous and start to sweat every time he come around and we don't pay attention to it. Well, it's time out for that. We got to stop it. You know, allegations are constantly coming out against these powerful individuals. They need to be addressed. But we need to also address those allegations that we know exist in our communities by people in authoritative positions. You know, they may not have the money or that particular type of power, but they have the authority, such as the teachers, such as the clergy, and so many others whom have come up under fire over the years. I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. You know, I just wanted to get that off my chest because it has been on me. And I thank everyone for chiming in and listening to me, interacting with me. And I want us to know that it is wrong for us to condemn someone for allegations that have not been proven un that have not been proven true. It is wrong for us to take a side against someone based on allegations that have not been proven to be true. But it's not wrong for us to have our opinion and stand on our opinion and how we feel about an allegation whether it's proven untrue or true. We have an opinion. We have to use that opinion. And we have to allow that opinion to help shape how we interpret the next situation that may come about. Because sometimes our opinion turns out to be based on facts. And with that, I'm going to close with saying peace and love to those within the sound of my voice. And for those who cannot hear the sound of my voice, I said pass along the message because someone needs to be inspired.